Welcome back to Rural Queensland today. We'll start the show with the member for Warrego for the first time in 2023. Anne Lay joins us this morning. Anne, uh, happy new year. Well, we're already a month down, um, the last month of January. Unbelievable how it's flying. And I, I should start um, Vaughan Johnson service uh, this Thursday in Longreach. Um, just an icon of the bush and one that will be sorely lost. Um, you've been very glowing in your praise of Vaughan and uh, his passing. Um, just a really, really sad time for everybody. And no doubt he will be um, fondly remembered and sent off beautifully this Thursday. Yes, look, um, you know, Happy New Year to all of the um, the listeners. But it was a very sad day um, to learn of, of Vaughan Johnson's sudden passing. And Vaughan is one of those guys, he's a real icon of the bush and I've known his family members for in fact I've been to school with some of his family and um, it's just it was a real shock um, to have that happen and we'll miss Vaughan you know greatly Um, he was somebody who I used to see regularly when he was coming through Roma he used to come and stay with me as well um, when we'd have functions on here in Roma and you know the stories that he can tell about the people in the bush um, we will have lost all those now, and I just, you know, really wish I had written some of them down because there were some amazing stories about amazing characters uh, that Vaughan had had, um, you know, dealings with and interactions throughout his life. And uh, it'll be a very sad day um, on Thursday when we go to his funeral in uh, Budrum. Unbelievable! Uh, just a very, very sad. Uh, sad time, and obviously um, it, it's one that a lot of people uh, will be attending. And we've had some really, really tough things go on in, in your electorate and in the surrounding areas over the last uh, three to four months. But the biggest issue um, that's affecting everybody that I'm hearing constantly is around the health system. Now, the government, for whatever reasons, are uh, throwing money left, right and centre to try and fix this problem and, and you have now called on a public consultation needed on the redevelopment of the Tara Hospital. Tara's had its real dramas. There's no two ways about it and the people that live in that area are good people. It's the riffraff that have come in but there's a lot of good people there and they need services as much as anybody. But there needs to be some information flowing through to the community if this is going to happen. And that's, that's right, Ben. I mean, Tara's had its fair share of, of difficulties in the last couple of months. And, and they've, it's not just been things that have made the media. There's a lot of other things, too, in relation to the, the pool, the caravan park, and the retirement village there as well, Tarkula. So, I mean, I do welcome the um, you know, commitment from the state government to actually redevelop the hospital of Tara. But what concerns the community and concerns me is that if we don't do community consultation and we don't have local representatives on those working groups, we won't get it right for this infrastructure that's going to be around for the next 50 to 100 years. Um, I mean, I've asked questions in the parliament. What is going to be the communications plan with the community? And I asked that three months ago and still the government have done nothing to talk to the community. A lot of people, the first they knew that there was a redevelopment of the Tara Hospital was when I walked into their business with a petition saying that we need to have um, public consultation and we need to have local community representatives from the hospital auxiliary on those working groups because uh, otherwise we'll have missed opportunities. Yeah, and that's the big thing as well. It's very, very valid in that sense that there will be some missed opportunities. Um, Have you spoken to the Health Minister because... I mean, she doesn't seem to be really wanting to 
to have these conversations. I mean, is there a need for a redevelopment in Tara? Is there a need for that? Well, that's, that's the first question I think that the government needs to talk to the community about. What is the driving need for the redevelopment of the hospital? What is the problem that we're actually seeking to overcome? Now, one part of the hospital was actually built back in the 1960s. Um, Another part was actually opened in 2001. So it's not that old. What is the problem that we're trying to resolve here? You've also got Chinchilla and Miles up the road as well. Like there's a triangle there um, and I'm not not saying – I know the people of Tara if there is, but if it gets serious and, you know – you have got Chinchilla and Miles up the road as well. Um, but also let's be aware too that it's Chinchilla and Miles, um, Chinchilla is still on bypass for birthing Jeez. and, you know, babies have to be born through either at Dolby or Toowoomba. Um, Miles, when that hospital was redeveloped, yeah. uh, we made sure that there was actually, in the design, we could actually add a maternity wing down the track. Now, Tara, birthing was shut down in 1996. In Tara, so wouldn't it be a smart thing to make sure that when you design this new hospital for Tara, that you actually put capacity in to actually add a maternity wing for down the track? I mean, the population will continue to grow. Unbelievable when we start talking about these birthing suites. How do people and like there's going to be a tragedy, and and that's the thing that I'm worried about. When there is a tragedy, how people are going to how they're going to handle it, the government because. You can't expect people to give birth to their children on the side of the road, and that's where it's getting to. Like, if you're in Chinchilla and it's – like, it, it, it's not that easy just to get to Dolby. If you're the other side, if you're up in the Auburn or somewhere like that and you're coming down, like, that's a long way from a hospital. Surely they can see this. Well, that's the thing. If you're at, at somewhere like Westmar and babies choose when babies want to be born, yeah. um, surely you are safer in your local hospital – than on the side of the road. And I don't want to see any more children who have you know, Warrigo Highway on their birth certificate as their place of birth. No, I agree with that 100%. Roads are another I- issue. They don't seem to, since there's been flooding in the roads, it just seems no funding coming in at all. Well, look, I mean, we know that the state Labor government is $5.7 billion behind in their road maintenance budget. And that is really compromising uh, road safety. Now, that's been identified by the Queensland Auditor General. And, you know, it, it just, when I talk to councils, they are scratching their heads too because they get in and they, they do their betterment applications and they get out there and try and fix, you know, what they can with the funding that they have. But they seem to find the Department of Main Roads it takes a very long time to get those sorts of projects happening and it's disappointing for them because it puts more pressure on the local roads and more pressure back on the ratepayers. Yeah, well said, well said. Uh, great to chat this morning. Um, I really appreciate everything you're doing uh, for the, that seat and obviously the health issue is a massive issue. Member for Warrigo, Ann Lay, thank you so much for being with us this morning and we'll talk again shortly. Yeah, and then if people can sign my petition um, to Parliament for, you know, public consultation about the Tara redevelopment, that would be fantastic. Really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for being with us and uh, we'll catch up again shortly. Thanks, Ben. Good on you. Anne Lay, uh, Rural Queensland Today on the Resonate Broadcast Network. We'll take a break, come back with more.